Ernest, what's up? Look, I want to put you on to something that's been making waves in the personal finance world. If you've been relying on Mint to manage your finances, I got some news that might startle you at first. Mint is no more. But hold on, because every cloud has its silver lining. And in this case, that lining is Monarch Money. For those of us searching for a robust, user-friendly alternative, Monarch Money is stepping up to the plate. And from personal experience, it's hitting a home run. Let's get personal for a moment. Managing finances can be a maze of confusion, stress, and time consumption. Believe me, I've been there, jumping from one finance app to another, hoping to find that one platform that simplifies everything. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design transformed my approach to managing finances. What truly sets Monarch apart for me, though, is its collaboration feature. With money being a top Discord trigger for many couples, the ability to seamlessly manage finances with my wife has been a game changer. No extra costs, just shared goals and clarity. But Monarch isn't just about managing your current finances, it's about building your future. Saving for that dream house, your wedding, or a once in a lifetime vacation becomes not just a possibility, but a reality with Monarch's intuitive tools. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal held it as the best app for savings growth. Monarch Money represents the next evolution in personal finance apps. It's an ad-free haven where your experience is the priority, constantly refined based on real user feedback. It's everything we've been asking for, intuitive, powerful, and relentlessly focused on user satisfaction. Now, for a bit more practicality, Monarch makes transitioning from Mint a breeze ensuring you can bring all your tags and categories with you. It's intuitive design, customization options, and commitment to privacy and an ad-free experience make it stand out in the sea of competitors. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. Earners, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. 
With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over here and start using it now. Here with NFL legend Eddie George. Heisman uh, Trophy winner, yes. Ohio State legend. Thank you. The yeah, Ohio yeah. State welcome. The. I'm, I'm <laughs> my apologies. Sir. The Ohio State. First and foremost, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Man, glad to be here, man. Glad to be seen and not viewed. That's, <laughs> yes, that's a fact. So we um, you know, we talk about business and um, you know, a lot of times athletes are known for what they do on the court or on the field. Um, but it's like you have a highlight reel, right? But a lot of times, especially now, athletes take more pride in what they're doing off the field. So I know that you know you've done a lot off the field, okay. business, things of that nature. Do you have a highlight in business that is your like favorite business move that you've made in, in oh. life, or just after you finish playing? Investing in myself, Ooh. investing in my education, uh, self improvement. Uh, can never stop uh, growing um, in terms of that. Um, always reading books on finance. Um, favorite book right now is one that's recommended by uh, Warren Buffett. It's the Intelligent Investor. Mm. Um, that is the Bible for in terms of uh, value investing, compound interest, and, and so forth. Um, and uh, self improvement. That that's the best thing I can say. I mean, you can always try to scope out and try to find the right business deals and with the right technology and, and all of that, but. You're really investing in yourself and you're investing in people. And, um, and that's that's the best advice I can say. Yeah, while you were playing, did you always have that business savvy? Or was there somebody oh, along no. the way that was a mentor to you to say, you know what, young guy, come let me show you what? Well, my agent, Lamont Smith, uh, served as a mentor to me uh, in terms of business, challenged me to uh, go, go get my master's of business. So I went to Kellogg School of Management at Northwestern. Okay. Um, started my own landscape architecture firm in 2004. Uh, they still exist today, no longer in the business. Uh, now I do wealth management. I recently got my four years ago, my Series 7, 66, fully licensed. I'm I know a guy who has that. You know, you know the, the grind of that. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's a business that I enjoy because I, I can help others. That's dope. I didn't know you as a financial advisor, so that's interesting because now you have a unique perspective from being a player. Are you working with players? That's your goal? Uh, I mean, working with anybody. Okay. With assets. I don't think it, you know, from a business side, you just don't want to work with yeah, one segment. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. we have diversification. Sure, sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, we're on a golf course, and networking is extremely important, uh -huh. right? Um, it's the office. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why we know it's a lot of people don't think, like, we play, do you play golf? They're like, no, I don't play. I'm yeah, we, spoke, we spoke to Santana more. So like, <laughs> like, I don't even know how to play golf. Oh, I'm <laughs> like, I'm just here. Yeah. So, but how important is just networking in general, and especially like on the golf course, since we're at a golf tournament, like does it, is it really exist? Like is that real as far as the golf course network? Yeah, I, I think your, your your net worth equals your net worth. You know, it's who you know, it's who you're associating yourself with on a daily basis. And ten times out of ten, you know, the most wealthiest men are going to be on the golf course or in a, you know, playing polo. Okay. <laughs> that's where horses, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in the water. Not in the water. <laughs> so that's that's what they do. So you want to be in that environment. You want to immerse yourself in that, soak up knowledge and uh, learn and kind of be in that uh, that vein of prosperity when it comes to that. So, you know, we, we, we got to fight to get in the room. We want to be in the room where it happens. Yeah. And this is where it happens. Yeah, Marcus Allen said that to us earlier. He said, this is the new locker room. 
Oh, it's, it's always, it's always oh, been the locker yeah. room. We just didn't know. We didn't know. It was the locker room, right. Yeah, we opened yeah. the doors. Yeah. So one, one last question, since you're a financial advisor and you're obviously a successful businessman, what advice can you give to somebody that's just coming into money 21, 19 years old, a bunch of money for the first time in life? It's difficult. A lot of people don't understand how difficult it is. Like, what advice could, could you give a, a young man or a young woman? I would say uh, begin your journey with the end in mind. And that being, if uh, it's generational wealth, you know, set your habits to that. It's not going to, you're not going to live a rich lifestyle. You're not going to blow your money on uh, things that aren't going to appreciate. You want to view uh, the dollar differently. You want to think uh, bottom line versus top line in terms of setting your budget. You know, not from the gross, but to the net after your taxes are there. And <laughs> Very important. You save based off of that. So. Yeah. It, you know, you're looking for deals, you're looking for the, the budget-wise, you're looking for uh, uh, value in, in terms of your investments and how you're spending your time. So um, that's what that's what I would say, you know, understanding uh, tax laws. Um, there are products out there that uh, we don't know about, that are institutional products yeah. that we don't have privy to because we don't know the right people. Um, now it's you know, the game, you yeah. know. Chicken so, doors down there. So um, that's, that's the main reason why I'm in this business to, is to give access, a pipeline to those that don't have uh, exposure to them. No, that's extremely important. Well, yeah. I just, I just, not to hold you up, but how did you have enough time to focus on Series 7? It takes a lot of studying. Yeah. Like you, you're running around all over the place. Like how did you we have enough time deep. to actually do that? Like that's not easy to do while you're no, already, not. you already have money. Yeah. So like, yeah, how did, well, how I want more. I mean, what's the, what's the model? The business model is recurring revenue. Right. You build it, it assets and the management up enough, that's, you can live a long time off of that. That's just 1% one, one a year and it just continues to grow according to the market and you know, you just do what's right for people. So from a business perspective, that's why. But I found the time because I made the time. It was important for me to do it. You yeah. know, I wake up in the morning, study, go do what I got to do, come back at night and study. It took me a year and a half to get that, to get all, be fully licensed. So, um, it's, it's quite, again, it's the investment. It's, it's, it's the work that you put in that you get out of it. That's powerful. Eddie George, appreciate yeah. you, brother. I really like you still play. Here with the legend himself, the legend. Josh Starks. New York, yes. New York zone. Say, coming from New York, this is this is big for us. So, uh, first and foremost, thank you for taking the time out to speak with us. Appreciate You're it. You're welcome. So, um, you are somebody that has thrived after you you finished playing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and a lot of athletes. Some athletes are similar. Some athletes yeah. kind of struggle. Um, what is your advice as far as for athletes to make a decision? with their life after their career is over and as far as business is concerned. Yeah, I think you just have to uh, plan it uh, before you retire. You know, just uh, kind of look at what you want to get into. It's kind of like, the, you know, you have that passion for basketball. You have to find out what's your passion for business uh, because some guys just go into it, you know, thinking that, you know, it's the right thing to do and they don't really have a passion for it. They're not going to get up in the morning and work hard. Uh, to make it successful, so I think you know, translate the same thing. Like I said, in basketball, you just have to find your passion. Yeah. What, what area of business have you focused in since you retired? Well, I, I work with the Knicks right now yeah. in their front office, uh, so that's kind of what my primary uh, thing is. I get um, other uh, ventures that come to me. Uh, right now, I'm involved with uh, this. Uh, uh, board called Total Body Board. Okay. It's a fitness board. Uh, athlete by the name of uh, Charles Austin, who was a gold medalist, uh, Olympic high jumper mm -hmm. in Atlanta, actually. He jumped uh, 7 feet 10 inches. That's crazy. So he's a fitness trainer, and he just one day woke up where he had a dream one night about 
uh, this particular board and went out and, and created a model the next day. He had the brick uh, training facility down in San Marcos, Texas. So he called me and said, I think I got something good. And uh, it's just incredible. We have professional teams using the right now in colleges, high school. Uh, it's kid-friendly, uh, the number one thing. So what it is, it's all resistant training. And that's what he used to uh, get himself back to an elite uh, uh, athlete uh, because he tore his, uh, his uh, meniscus, excuse me, his uh, ACL. And the doctors never gave him a chance to come back and jump. And two years later, he broke the uh, Olympic record. Yeah. So um, what, as far as your experience, um, what, is, what would you say your, your best investment or your best decision that you made as far as business or investing is concerned? Keeping my money. <laughs> Keep money uh, First thing. and foremost. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I said, you know, you get those, so many things thrown at you as an athlete, you know, guys coming at you uh, with all these uh, business opportunities. And so uh, the best advice I can give them is, is make sure that you do your homework uh, before you invest and really get somebody who you trust that understands the, the business side of it because, you know, not that we're we're not smart enough, it's just that you don't have time to get involved because as your playing career is going on, you know, you tend to focus on that and not on the business itself. So uh, I try to, you know, give advice from athletes to stand, you know, keep your money, wait till you're completely done, that way you can watch over uh, what you're doing. One, one, one last question. Yeah. Um, so we're on a golf course and networking is extremely important. Mm -hmm. um, how important is networking and like what's the best deal you've done on the golf? Have you ever done a deal on the golf? We always hear that you do yeah, deals on the golf course. Well, you don't do deals on the golf course. You do relationships on the golf course. And, and I think that's the most important thing. Uh, if you're involved in a, a, a business opportunity, yeah, you get four four hours plus to uh, really culture the, cultivate that uh, business uh, relationship. And so, uh, it obviously, it has been some deals signed on the golf course, but to me, it's just about the relationship and, and getting to know that person and making sure that that person is trustworthy. Nice. And you have one of the best dunks of all. Uh, uh, we got, we got some one basketball question. How did no. that? In the moment, did you process that in the moment? No. Uh, no. It just happened. You know, most things just happen on, 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 on the basketball court. The dunk and then the spin after was just. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's all the way legendary. Yeah, you know the beautiful thing about sports is that you do have those moments that kind of define, define uh, who you are. And that was one of those moments. Obviously, uh, Michael uh, was very special in the Lord's because we was playing against the Bulls. Oh the, my God. the number one thing is that it was in the garden. Yeah, you know, I think it was in the, the top five MSG moments. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Man. So if it was anywhere else, it's just been another great play. Yeah. But because it was an MSG against Chicago Bulls, and Jordan got in the picture. And so, but yeah, well, you know how many right. arguments we got in, about that? Yeah. No, he wasn't in the picture. Yes, he was in the picture. He was. He It took me years to admit it. Yeah. He did. <laughs> He's a Bulls bull fan. You probably don't know who's there. This guy. Yeah. I ran into a lot of Bulls fans in New York. So, yeah. No, I appreciate you, Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. Here with the legendary Dr. J. First and foremost, it's a pleasure. Great shot. Thank you. No, no problem. No problem. So um, yeah. So we just you know getting some some words of advice um for athletes and just anybody. So um, what what would be your advice for athletes that may just come into money for the first time, large sums of money? Um, what are some management tips that you you might be able to share? Well, when I when I was very young, I ran into Muhammad Ali and he had 18 people with him. So he said, you know, 
don't carry these many people around <laughs> ever. As he was doing, because, it. Uh, he was he was he was doing it, and he was at the height of his glory. And, and it was good advice, you know. So I've never really traveled with a big posse. I've uh, been kind of conservative in terms of my income. And the biggest piece of advice would be to live off the income, and not off the savings. So once you receive some dollars, you know, put it away, consider it your reserve, consider it your savings, and don't live off. You know, live off the income that you drive based on your ability. Yeah, yeah, this is such a beautiful event we're here for charity. We had a golf course. A lot of times business deals happen here on the golf course. Is there, is there something you can say about the importance of networking in these type of settings? Well, absolutely. I mean, it's been saving grace in my life that I started. I really started regularly at age 35. Okay. When I look back, I think I maybe wish that I had started playing in my 20s. I went out to a lot of events. And, uh, you know, was a, a verbal participant and not an active participant. And uh, the networking in golf is, is fantastic. You know, you know, it's not like you're going out and you're competing, you're beating your body up, and you, know, you have to train for it, whatever. You know, you just try to have an average game, playing a lot of scrambles. And uh, when you're off the golf course, you know, that's when you talk, you know, speak up in terms of people who you're getting exposed to. We'll find out what their story is, you know, what the highs and lows, because everybody's got highs, everybody's got successes and failures, and everybody goes through life with some type of adversity. I think adversity, you know, it's, it's not that you have adversity, because everybody's going to have it. It's how you handle it, mm -hmm. and, and, how, and how you deal with it. I've had my fair share in, in my lifetime. Uh, you know, all of these young players, non players, will have that. Uh, one one last question. Um, so, as far as your highlight reel, we all know your highlight reels, the dunk, uh, the scoop. But what's your favorite move that you made off the court? As far as business, do you have like a favorite business move that or investment that might stick out in your mind that you made throughout the course of the years? Well, for me, you know, I, I, I partnered with Bill Cosby and a guy named Jay Bruce Llewellyn, and uh, we bought the Philadelphia Coca-Cola bottle. So we did that back in 1985 and held it, held on to it until 2005. So that was probably the best, most cash producing outside of that. Honor, honor and a pleasure. Honor and a pleasure.